three, two, one, boom! Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, presenting the world's only business school without the BS, with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Yes, sir. It's Ian Clay, broadcasting from the box in the 9188. Business school and the topic today. Check the syllabus, is getting you paid. I'm making the business boom, it's what we do. All right, it's the Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and I'm joined here with the renowned business coach, Eric Chupp, and and the co-author of the Amazon best-selling book, Start Here, which all of our listeners can download for free simply by going to thrivetimeshow.com. You can download the ebook version of Start Here, or if you'd rather buy the book, you're, you're buy the book, the physical, tangible copy of the book. You can get that at Amazon.com. Marshall, how are you, my friend? I'm doing spectacularly. I'm feeling good in the man cave. Well, what we're doing today is we are we are teaching how to vaccinate yourself against the 48 Laws of Power. You see, the 48 Laws of Power is a New York Times bestselling book written by Robert Greene. And what he did is he basically studied successful people and some of the shady things they did to get there. Now, I am the person who, I am a person who believes that, um, you know, if you gain the world but lose your soul, what's the point? And so what I want to do is I want to teach you again, uh, how to vaccinate yourself against some of these power moves. So, so what's a vaccination? A vaccination is basically a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and to provide immunity against one or several diseases prepared from the causative agent of the disease. So I'm just introducing a little bit of the disease to you so that way you can, uh, you know, vaccinate yourself against uh, people that use this move. So, Chep, what is law number nine? Law number nine says win through your actions, never through argument. Now, this is an actual law that I agree with because it doesn't conflict with my religious views. Uh, the Bible is my moral compass. But this is a notable quotable coming in hot from Andrew Carnegie. Mm. He says, as I grow older, I pay less attention to what men say. I just watch what they do. All right, Andrew, that seems fair. Okay, so he started working at the age of 13 to support his family. He grew, on, grew up to become one of the world's wealthiest people. He actually was the world's wealthiest person, and then John Rockefeller surpassed him. Uh, Elon Musk has a notable quotable. He says to us, I find it remarkable that I can explain the reality of a situation to people and still not change their point of view. The facts are very plain, and the reasoning is very clear, but they still won't agree with the conclusion. It's crazy. Rather than, perhaps, rather than learn from their experiences, they choose instead to engage in wishful thinking. Perhaps it's more comfortable than reality, but I think that wishful thinking is one of the most profound human failings, the major reason that people adhere so strongly to wrong ideas. This doesn't mean that you can't be optimistic. You simply have to be realistic as well. So here we are. Win through your actions and never through argument. I would say the best way to win an argument is to not have an argument. So, Yoda. So think about this for a, well, think about this for a second. Um, at the elephant in the room, we have three great locations, and we really right. have our, we're building an outstanding team of employees. They're really becoming the, a galvanized, solid team. But Marshall, there were people about a year ago that came to me and said, "Hey, I just don't want to work 
downtown, right? Mm. And I said, okay, we have three locations. You know, we've got Broken Arrow, we've got uh, South Tulsa, we've got downtown. Why don't you want to work downtown? And they said, the people there, the people downtown, the people who work there are just difficult. And I said, well, could you name the specific people? No, I just... Well, you know... It's and like, I said, is there any other reason? And they said, well, I do live in Broken Arrow. So you see, the, the core issue wasn't right. that you actually didn't like the people, but you didn't want to tell your boss that, hey, literally it's a block away from my house and it'd be more convenient for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw the ball to you, Chup, and then I want to throw it to Marshall. All right. You see this all the time where you'll see somebody, typically our clients that hire us are very fact-based. This is what I see. I would say if we, if we had nine clients that reach out to us that say, hey, I want uh, help growing my business, nine out of 10 of them just want to grow their business. Like right. That's what they want to do. It's not that deep. Right. But the person who works for them, the, the underling, the teammate, the, the person who's the employee, they don't want to do the action items. So here's an example. Right. You would tell your client, Mr. Chop, you would say to your client, Mr. Client, in order to get to the top of Google, what we need to do is we need to go ahead and make your site uh, Google Canonical compliant. So we're going we're to do some updates behind the scenes, and we're going to do that for you. And, and, and then the client's like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. And they, you say, also, I need you to provide me 1,000 words of content per page. Every single page. And the client says, well, why do I have to have 1,000? You say, well, Google won't index your website. It won't, it won't show up in the search rankings unless you have at least 1,000 words. And it's very, it's very logical. And right. they said, cool. So, Sarah, uh, could you write the content for me? Well, and Sarah I says, well, I'll do it. So, Sarah works for your client. And now you come to the next meeting and Sarah did not write the client. And rather than saying, you know what, I ran out of time. I didn't plan, I'm lazy, I just chose not to do it. They will typically then, not the, not the client, but the person who works for the client, right, somebody they will to then want to argue with you. Yeah, I read, I, read a blog. I read a blog where Here we go. I was talking to my cousin's buddy, and they were talking about how search engine optimization, it's really, it's all about, you know, you got to get a hold of these spinners, and they're going to give you content, and I, you don't really yeah, have to write the original yeah, I was, content. I was going to write the content, but then I thought to myself, like, isn't it better just to not write the content? Because yeah. Because really, I mean, who reads it anyway? So I was just, I was on this blog and this blog it is a nice blog i go on that blog it's a b log and i go on that b log and i meant that and i'm just reading it and i just realized that i'm just not going to do that so i copied some text uh, from another website which is beautiful text it's, it's awesome to it is nice. and i've also i've found some pictures that i've taken from some screenshots i want you just to put that on our site because it's faster right do you not see that uh, almost every time because it requires action <laughs> These things require Marshall, you to actually do something. Not our clients, but the people who work for our clients. Have you ever seen this kind of scenario? Yeah. So what you see a lot of times in uh, businesses is somebody is waiting to become inspired or motivated to begin taking action. Such and, as you have a coach's meeting. That's right. And the, the, the action item is we need to get 100 reviews from past clients. That's right. That's the action item. Right. And you told me to do it. Right. And again, I work for the client. I'm not the client. We don't have a problem with clients here. We have a problem with people who work for the clients. That's right. And I say, you know, I'm just not 
really motivated to do it right now, but I don't say that out loud. Instead, I question the validity of the strategy. That's right. You question the validity of the strategy, and you're like, you know what? Once I get motivated, one, I'm waiting for that inspiration. I'm, I'm waiting till I'm the, in the right place in my business to begin starting to do this. You know, this week it wasn't really a good fit. Um, I, I'm waiting to feel inspired. I'm waiting for divine intervention to Whoa. allow me to start getting those reviews. But see, here's the thing is the inspiration will never come first. The motivation will never come first. The action is what creates that inspiration there. And so what Robert Greene's talking about is win through your actions, never through argument. He's saying don't explain your way to freedom. Don't explain your way into being motivated. Don't try to explain your way to being inspired. You just got to start doing something. And so if you're hearing this, and I'm sure none of our listeners are, are waiting for that inspiration. They're just getting out there pounding the pavement and just doing the things Absolutely. that they need to do. It's other people. It's other people. But you have to begin taking action and you have to demonstrate your effectiveness. You have to demonstrate action. So here's an example. Uh, the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge is on the verge of, of franchising. And it's, fr it's going to franchise and it's going to have a lot of locations. And you know why? Because it works. But you know why it works? It works because we have a system for everything. And you know what? There are people in my life, many people, many, many people who've told me, dude, that's not going to work, man. Like, it's just not going to work. Like, you just, a membership for hair? There's nobody else who is going to do that. There's no one's going to do a membership for hair. And furthermore, for, furthermore, I'm gonna, it's just not going to work. Now, the problem is, see, right now, if you, if you come to the office, I'm not going to argue with you. I would just say that we did, in fact, turn down 300 haircuts this week because our team is fully booked. So we now have a supply and demand problem. We need more supply. But there's people that would just want to argue with me. Another example. So I'm going to just give you some, some truth canons that every time I share these things with people, they argue. Now, I don't bring them up unless you ask me. So this is what will happen is a client will say to me, I feel like somebody on my team might be uh, uh, they're struggling to account for the cash, and I say so they're stealing, yeah. <laughs> and they would say no, 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 they're just struggling zeroing out the register, and I would say because they're stealing, they're and not they, good at math, and they would say and there's all these you want to avoid the thing, and then I would say listen here, I would assume that everyone who works for you steals because most humans steal from the workplace, and they would say well that's just not true, you're negative, and I would say okay so. According to CBS News, you might say that's not a credible source, and the U.S. Chamber, that's not credible either. Okay, according to two discredible organizations, 75% of employees steal from the workplace, and most do so repeatedly. I would cite it. It's on the show notes. Then I would say, furthermore, 85% of job applicants are lying on resumes. 85% and you would say I don't agree with you so I would show you the facts from Inc. Magazine and you might say Inc. Magazine that that's a bunch of crap more like stink magazine <laughs> well, then I would say and furthermore I just want to help you Mr. Client get, get to be better here because the, the, the issue you have is you, no matter how great the strategies are that I'm teaching you no matter how great those strategies are nothing works unless they do they have to take action and so what happens is is that they're not working at work and they would say i know but my people are good people and i would say yet again most people are not good people and they'd say what you're so negative and i would say well forbes shows you that the number of people who now admit to wasting time at work every day is a whopping 89 percent 89 percent of people are wasting time at work 
Yes. Yes. And then I would tell the client, so here's what you got to do. You got to ban smartphones from the office because back in the day, you see, if you wanted to look at pornography, what you'd have to do is you'd have to go to a pornography store. You see, they called it a bookstore. They called it they called it the adult bookstore. The adult yeah. bookstore. So you would have to travel by vehicle, by road to get there. Now people are just a click away on their phone from adult content. You see, back in the day, if you wanted to waste time, you'd have to go to the, uh, the bathroom and just kind of waste time there. Now the smartphone could, uh, it could show that someone's working, but they're not. You see, the laptop in the meeting could show someone's working, but they're not. So again, a smartphone is now more of a distraction and a hindrance to most people than it is a helpful tool. And they would say... Yeah, I just don't agree with that. So then I would pull up the statistics and I would show that, uh, you know, all the statistics are showing, according to psychology today, that people are now being interrupted. This is crazy. One article called, Is Your Smartphone Making You Dumb? is showing 70 times a day people are interrupted. There's a more recent one called, Are Smartphones Making Us Stupid? And it shows the average person's being interrupted 85 times per day. So it's growing. So Naval Ravikant, the CEO and co-founder of AngelList, said... I don't think modern science has good answers here. I think that the modern world is really bad. The modern world is full of distractions. Things like Twitter and Facebook, of which he is an investor, are not making you happy. They're making you unhappy. You are essentially playing a game that's created by the creators of those systems. And yes, it can be a useful game once in a blue moon. You are engaging in dispute, resentment, comparison, jealousy, anger about things that frankly don't matter. Paul Graham, the co-founder of Y Combinator, the guy behind uh, ViaWeb. ViaWeb was the first online shopping cart. Uh, Airbnb, Dropbox, Reddit. He says, I've never carried an iPhone. Think about this. So I would just encourage you right now that sometimes you have to use heavy facts. If, you do, if you're going to get into an argument, you have to use facts. But the things I've just told you right now, you're probably struggling to mentally grasp. You're probably struggling to say, did he just say most people are bad and that smartphones are the worst thing ever? Yes. And we come back, we're going to get into another light topic. It will be here, uh, infection. Avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. Law number 10, we're breaking down laws of power and how to vaccinate yourself against them. Stay tuned. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. We're breaking down the 48 laws of power and how you, Eric Chup, can vaccinate yourself against some of these really, really terrible power moves used by people trying to get power at all costs. You're going to want to know these. Now, Chup, here's the deal. You know, yeah. Chup, you, you, have I told you? Have I told you lately how good you sound? I feel like I'm sounding pretty good right now. Your mic sounds so clean. Well, you know why that is. Why is that? Well, we have got some good friends over at Classic Janitorial. Yes, these guys are cleaning up the Thrive Time Show studios like you wouldn't believe, Clay. It fits so clean. I've, I've contemplated eating on the floor. Oh, I have been and for years. And then I've been and eating on the floor. Yeah, now, I've been doing it for years now, and Pre it is way better since we've hired Previously, uh, we've had like a 10-second rule. As a, as a man, uh, as a man yeah. group, right. yeah. you might be eating meat or a chip, and, or if, you're, yeah. and if your wife's out of town, you know, oh yeah. Then you could drop the meat on the ground, and you could come back on like what, like Pref prefer to yeah. Tuesday the next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. Could, yeah. You could have dropped it on Monday. Yeah. You come back a full week later. You pick up the meat, and you say, 
Ooh, jerky. Oh, oh jerky. <laughs> and you just can eat it. <laughs> exactly. Because that is a, a man rule where you could leave something on the ground for like an like a week. Now, if you're not a, a dirty, day. if you're not a dirty man bear pig, right? And you want to have some clean floors, you got to check out the classicclean.com, classic janitorial. These guys are awesome. They've been cleaning the office, and I just tell you what, eating off the floor is just a pleasure these days. So if you want your office to be so clean you can eat off of the floor, you've got to go to the classicclean.com. You got to go to the classicclean.com. Their phone number is 918-671-2046. Someone says, "Come on, so slow down. I got to write that down." It's 918-671-2046. That's the classicclean.com. Tell those guys that I sent you and tell them you want to take the one week challenge. So the one week challenge is where you can take your favorite food and you just throw that on the ground <laughs> and come back a week later and eat it off the ground because it's so clean. And I'll tell you why. Because with their first cleaning, they do a deep cleaning of your flooring, which means they're going to get that floor so spotless, so good, so incredible that you really, I mean, if your wife's, if your wife's out of town, you can just, if my wife's in town and I drop something on the, on, the, on the ground, I usually will take like a second and I'll pick it up if she's not looking. But when she's out of town, you could leave the food on the ground for up to a week with the yeah. Classic Clean Guarantee. Check Absolutely. It out. It's theclassicclean.com. Now, law number 10, infection. Avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. Now, the book, that seems like, that seems like a harsh principle taught in the 48 Laws of Power. But I just want to make sure that you get this, okay? Oprah Winfrey says, surround yourself with only people who are going to lift you higher. And you might be listening as a, as a Judeo-Christian and you say, well, I feel like that we were called to reach the lost. That is true, but you shouldn't let the lost live with you. You know, so here's an example. You're like, I believe that I need to go to the bars and to the strip clubs to minister to the men and women, but I'm not going to go in the strip club. You know, I'm not going to go in the strip club for an hour and a half to minister to the lost. I'll, I'll wait in the parking lot for them to come out. I, I, I just will uh, assume that's what they're doing in there. But you, a lot of business owners try to fix people. You see what they do? They hire people that are chronically late, Boo. chronically not getting their to-do list done, constant emotional issues. Now, I want to make sure you get this. Tim Ferriss says, you are the average of the five people you most associate with. Tim Ferriss. You are the average of the five people you most associate with. Well, who's Tim Ferriss? The best-selling author of The 4-Hour Workweek, an early-stage investor in Twitter, Uber, Facebook, etc. So, a couple years back, my dad died of ALS. I don't recall not coming to work. A couple years back, Marshall, your dad had heart problems. I don't recall you skipping months of work. Uh, I've, had a, I've had a ceiling uh, completely collapse and leak at my house. I've had a ceiling collapse and leak at one of our offices. We've been stolen from. I've had buy. I've had people buy vehicles using my name without my permission. That's a fun one. You almost got sick from eating off the floor once. I mean, I well before the classic right clean this years ago. Years yeah, ago. when I used a different janitorial service. But if you actually want to get serious about making your office clean, you will go to theclassicclean.com. So here's the deal: you have to understand there are certain people that any type of situation they have at home, Marshall, creates what they call a personal problem. Mm. Now, I think back to a time when a client of ours asked if you would lead their team meetings to help their team sell more. Mm. And you had a weekly time. Do you remember what time that weekly meeting was in the morning? It was a morning was, time. Yeah, it was early. Like maybe like a 7 a.m. or something. Yeah. It was like a weekly meeting. Yeah. I think we would. And then so the first meeting happens. And yes. how many of these four or five uh, geniuses of customer service actually showed up? Um, one, maybe two. And then a couple showed up 
like late, as in 45 minutes late to a one-hour meeting. Close. <laughs> and so then it becomes, hey, can we move the time back? That's the That's suggestion. Right. That's right. So you move the time back. Now the, now the weekly time is what time? Uh, weekly time is like 9 a.m. Okay, so you move the time back. It's like 9 a.m., right? Yep. And then so now what percentage of them can make that meeting? Uh, about the same percentage. Mm. Weird. So then finally we had one I remember there was one meeting where they all finally got there. Yes. And you said, guys, you got to use the call script. Yeah. And they said, well, every call is different, though. I don't want to use the script. These same people, these same geniuses, this same team of geniuses who could not show up on time for the meeting. Now they're saying, can we change the script? And then, and then you said, it's important we follow the script. Why, Marshall? Because if you're not following the script and you're not using a system, we cannot improve it because there is no consistency. And then the next week, I remember this very, very distinctly because I was, I was involved in the group text messages oh, yeah. of the alibis. Then they said, I'm feeling under the weather. I, we cannot make today's meeting. Can we move mm. to a different time? Right. And the point is, if you're surrounded by an army of idiots, idiots, idiots. Yes, I wanted to make the meeting, but I can't do the meeting because I, I was going to be at the meeting, Chuck. But what happened was, you see, we had this new janitorial service that was coming in here called the Classic Clean. And you said that I it was such a good clean, I could eat off the floor. And so I was eating off the floor, and then I got distracted, and I did not make my call. But I did have a picnic on the floor. Forgot to set my alarm. You hear this all the time, <laughs> yeah. do you not? Yeah, and one thing, you know, avoiding uh, un the unhappy and the unlucky. Dr. Z talks about all the time, uh, you run with the dog, you get the dogs, you get the fleas. Yeah. Right? Right. So your your network will become your normal. So you've got to get these idiots, these people out of your life, out of your business, just all out. You got to break that. If that's normal for you, break it. You got to break that and be weird, be different. Just do something to change your network. To uh, quote the Method Man, "Hey, mm. you get off my cloud." That nice. <laughs> this is this is a big thing, though. Right. I'm just telling you. I see people all the time that just they they get stuck with their career. Because they're around idiots. I literally remember with my DJ, with the DJ business, I got stuck for like a year where I couldn't grow past a million dollars a year of sales because the sales guys were like, man, we just, we can't go over 20,000. I'm telling the economy right now, it's just really crap. We can't get over 20,000. Even Marshall. more than that, it, at home or friends or whoever it is, if somebody is miserable all of the time, they're going to exhaust you so you have yeah. no energy to actually work in your business. So this is a law that I absolutely agree with. you got to avoid unhappy and unlucky people. Now, we come back, we're going to break down the 11th law, which is learn to keep dependent uh, people dependent on on you now this is a law that uh i wrestle with the morality of it so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some biblical truth to it but we're breaking down the 48 laws of power we're on law number 11 and we're teaching you how to vaccinate yourself against these power moves because i know some coders that intentionally break parts of the website and make it custom oh, so yeah. that you as the owner can never actually fix your website so that way they're you're always dependent upon them and they can never be fired i've seen these people it's bad Learn how to vaccinate yourself against the 48 laws of power when we return. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio.